Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about The Dark Knight. Now, this film is great. This film is f- amazing. It is so damn good. Very little I can criticise about it. Okay, very little indeed. There are still a few things I think just limit it being complete perfection. There's a few plot holes here and there, the editing choice towards the end is a little bit but all in all, villain, one of the best, probably the best ever. Batman portrayal, incredible, the suit looks fantastic, the gadgets, the skills, the locations, the cinematography, the music, the directing, the writing, the supporting cast, everything, every single little detail, the production design, costumes, everything, okay, every single little detail of this film, the pacing, just, oh my god, it's beautiful, okay, it's absolutely incredible, now, I love Batman Begins, I know I was a little bit harsh on it, maybe in my review, but I love Batman Begins, but I love The Dark Knight even more, and I think everybody does, right, this is the go-to film when you want to watch a Batman flick, when you say, what is the greatest superhero movie ever made? A lot of people, okay, nine times out of 10, well, before No Way Home at least, a lot of people would say, The Dark Knight, right, just is. And rightfully so, because it is a masterpiece, right, it is absolutely astoundingly good. I don't know how they managed to take something so great with the first movie, but make everything even better, right? It just feels, it feels completely different and yet like perfectly in vain within this franchise, but so much better. There was nothing that really needed that much improvement in the first one, except for the editing and perhaps even the costume itself, but that's not specific to Batman Begins. That's just a superhero thing, right? The first suits are never that good. I mean, look at Captain America. I didn't really like his suit in the first Avenger, but you look at the Winter Soldier suit, and that suit is dope, that is so sleek and so great. So the same can be said for this, same can be said for Batman in this Dark Knight trilogy. Now, with the Dark Knight, you've got the introduction of the Joker, and Heath Ledger's performance, I don't even need to comment on it, because Oscar winning, one of the best performances in a superhero film ever. Rightfully so, alright, incredible. Tragic, right, completely tragic at the same time, but so amazing, so amazing to see, and so quotable as well, right, I feel like everybody knows everything he's gonna say, you know, when he comes into the party, my father was a drinker, and one night, he comes home crazier than usual, you know, everybody knows it, everybody knows what he's gonna say, and he's a madman, he's an absolute lunatic, and he kills a lot of people, okay, this film has quite a high death toll, and I love that, it's just so depressing at the same time, it's a real weighty action film, a real weighty superhero flick, with the kind of stakes you never really see nowadays, whether it's Marvel, whether it's DC, whether it's a completely different thing, there's not really a lot of stakes, right, the tensions aren't that high, but in this film, there's genuine risk and genuine tension in every single scene almost, and I love that, I really respect what Christopher Nolan has done with not just the directing, but the writing as well, along with his brother Jonathan, they've made the scripts and the narrative so intense and so beautiful throughout, and it's genuinely sad, okay, there are several scenes that just hit you, it's like a freight train, it, it's depressing, I can't talk about it because of spoilers, but I feel like everybody knows, you know, the story roughly, and 
Every, everybody's seen it, okay? Everybody listening to this must have seen The Dark Knight. It's just that kind of film. It's that kind of trilogy, even. But, you know, Harvey Dent is in it, and everybody knows what happens to Harvey Dent and how he becomes Harvey Two-Face. That is done so incredibly well, and a lot of people bring it down because he doesn't really have a lot to do in the film as Harvey Two-Face, but I think the way in which it's handled is actually really well done. Now, there are some funny moments when he's in the hospital, I'm skipping right to the end almost, but he's in the hospital, Joker comes to visit him, he's wearing a face mask, but you can still see his eyes, you can still see this guy in makeup wearing a wig, but he's approaching Harvey Dent, and Harvey doesn't realise who it is, until he takes the mask off and he sees the scars. But surely, if you see a guy most definitely wearing a wig to make him look like a woman, still wearing black eye makeup and the whole Joker face, you'd react before he takes the mask off. <laughs> but it's so funny. I can't really criticise it because it it's a joke. It's just a meme. So there are several moments like that too when Harvey Dent slaps a woman, but then it just cuts straight after. I think that's hilarious. A lot of weird cuts towards the end, I will admit, but... In terms of the editing itself, the editing is so much better than it is in Batman Begins. It's a completely different film, like I said. The way in which several scenes are edited together, so so many different things are happening all at one time, but the way in which it's edited is perfect. Okay, absolutely perfect. It brings the tension in every single scene exactly when it's needed. You're following so many different people. Any other film would do this, and it'd be hard to know who's where, who's doing what, and why, and when, how. With this film, everything is clear as day, and everything is perfect. Okay, I could not recommend it enough in terms of how well edited scenes are and one in particular that always strikes me as being the most memorable the armored truck chase when joker is following him in one of the big trucks and he's got on the side of it slaughter is the best medicine i love that and then batman comes in his tumbler then he gets onto his bike and it's amazing it's one of the best comic book scenes ever i feel like is the general consensus and that scene is done so beautifully because hands in score throughout this film is remarkable okay the hong kong scene the opening even and the ending throughout the score is incredible but there is no score used in this scene yet it's done so well so it manages to pace it to perfection it speeds up and slows down at just the right times the action is constant even when it slows down and because there's no non-diegetic sound over it you're just hearing the noises of the cars the explosions the guns whatever it is the laughing the screaming all that stuff you are hearing everything and it feels so grounded and realistic and even though batman begins it's an extremely grounded film this feels like it even more so so even though it does go bigger at times and it does get a bit more bombastic, but everything looks so practical and so perfect. Not a lot of CGI used at all, if only to enhance things. But that scene in particular with the truck when it gets flipped, the sound just cuts as soon as the truck gets flipped. And in that moment, you can cut the tension with scissors because it's just so good. It's so, so good. I urge you, go back and rewatch that scene. Go back and rewatch the whole thing film because oh my god it's a masterpiece it's so damn good now i personally prefer the dark knight rises but i can totally understand why the dark knight is the film okay it's the batman film it's got the most important meaning with its villain it's got arguably some of the best cinematography the characters are so well rounded off you know what happens with jim gordon what happens with rachel and harvey and even the scarecrow right at the start all of it is handled in a way that just screams beauty so ultimately this film is as close to perfect as it's going to get like yes towards the end some plot holes start to come about and the editing gets a bit iffy but the opening i think is amazing and if you get a new 4k tv or if you get something new that you need to watch something on to test it 
I feel like that is the go-to scene to watch out of anything. Watch the opening of The Dark Knight on a brand new 4K TV. It's stunning. Okay, the 4K picture quality, the IMAX transitions too. My God, that scene of Hong Kong, it's so well paced. It's not even long. It's only about six minutes long. Not a lot happens, but it just feels so good. This film is amazing. Okay, and even though what I'm excited to see within the new Batman film is how he's much more of a detective because you don't really get that in this film and you don't really get that in this franchise, which is fine, but Batman is supposedly the world's greatest detective so I'm actually really pleased we're gonna get more of that in the future films however with this film I think what it goes for it nails okay it nails it so well and there's one moment as well that really made me laugh because I didn't I didn't connect it. I don't know how I didn't connect it but in the scene when Batman is interrogating Joker and when Joker says you complete me obviously that's a reference to Tom Cruise in Jerry Maguire but that scene is also in the Lego Batman movie so when Batman is at home for the first time and he's watching a film he's watching that scene and I never made that connection before he just starts laughing as soon as Tom Cruise says you complete me but how the f did I not think of course that's what Joker says to Batman in this film see I'm wondering if a lot of people know that already or if I'm just you know massively late to the party speaking of party that party sequence as well so many amazing scenes in this film I feel like everything just works okay everything is married together perfectly throughout strung together nicely such great editing such great pacing and the scenes are genuinely exciting, intense, and different. Okay, this is a completely different superhero film, the likes of which you've never seen before, and the likes of which we haven't seen since. So The Dark Knight is very, very special, and I would urge everybody to re-watch it, because I'm not even going to pretend that you haven't seen it. You must have seen it. The ending, oh my god, he's a silent guardian, a watchful protector, a dark knight, oh my god, goosebumps, goosebumps people, goosebumps, it's so good. So go and check it out again, because it's amazing, and finally, the plot hole I'm thinking of at the end, when he's using his sonar eyes and then they kind of malfunction, he's looking around like really confused, why doesn't he just turn them off? Because he's still got eyes he can use to see the Joker coming, but because he's still wearing these sonar glasses, as they're malfunctioning, he can't see where he is. But just turn them off. Just turn them off. You'll see him. But yeah, that's just a little nitpick. Okay, very, very few nitpicks throughout. The rest of the film is goddamn amazing. So with that, I shall leave you with one of my favourite quotes. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. All right, iconic, amazing, poignant, and just so damn good. So yeah, I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the truth.